right, everybody, we're back with the second portion hey, of the pod. New music Friday. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> this is the FBA board. All right. <laughs> Let's skip a shit. <laughs> no, no worries. It's gonna be the same concept. If you guys heard the MMA uh, portion of the podcast, the, you know the MMA side, there wasn't too much happening, so I asked a lot of questions to the guys. So it's gonna be kind of the same thing going on here. Um, pretty much the big time news that happened since the last time we potted. Uh, Marcus All did sign with the Lakers, so now Marcus is a Laker. Marcus All's a Laker. Following the legacy. And uh, Bogdan Bogdanovic uh, is officially an Atlanta Hawk. Four years. $72 million. Um, the Kings did not pick up his offer and everything. Um, so, yeah, that's a uh, little, little different things. But I want to get hit you guys. This might be a quick version of the uh, NBA pod, but I want to ask you guys a couple of things. I, I feel like there's some a lot of uh, so a lot of moves happened this year that have made uh, people into either uh, contenders or pretenders. Um, but I I want to I want to ask you guys a question, and this is this is the question I want to pose to you guys. The NBA champions, the reigning NBA champions, the Los Angeles Lakers. Let's say they they you know because it's not official yet that AD is back. It's expected he's going to come back. He's just deciding on how long apparently. I want to ask you guys, what what happens if the Lakers don't win this year? If they if the Lakers do not win a championship with the roster that they have assembled this year, what does that say for the Lakers? Not for LeBron or anything. I just want to say for the Lakers as a whole. If you want to go to LeBron, if you want to go to AD, we could go with that. But I I, I think what does it say as a team as a whole? Um, because we've seen with the Clippers, they assembled a pretty crazy uh, roster, and they got eliminated in the second round, and they were kind of the butt of every of every joke for the entire uh, postseason after that. Uh, so I want to pose that question. If the Lakers do not win a championship, what do you guys think happens to them? Or what do you think that means? Go ahead, Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's hear the salt. <laughs> Listen. I, blow it up. We're going to get AD. The <laughs> <laughs> They're going to trade them. <laughs> no, I do hate the Lakers. Uh, they... Honestly, oh, no. the Lakers, uh, in terms of a franchise, I've just, I'm a Celtics fan, so you know the rivalry there. I just never liked them. I do respect the players that they've had. Kobe Bryant, you know, now LeBron, AD now, Magic Johnson. Um, I do respect those names. But uh, if they don't win next year with the roster that they have now, with the talent level that they have now, in terms of, you know, LeBron, assume they get Anthony Davis back. They got the center in Marcus All. They stole Montrez Harrell. They got Dennis Schroeder, you know, mm-hmm. they have a formidable team. Wesley Matthews. They is have off a Wesley Matthews, yeah. you know, like um if they don't win, I think it's gonna show a lot on the NBA, the competitiveness on the NBA. And I think it's also, you know, unfortunately for LeBron, he's at a point in his career where like if he loses with a team like this and a Say, like, the NBA, you know what, like, say James Harden doesn't get traded to uh, Brooklyn and that super team doesn't end up happening. And it's just going to look bad in the GOAT discussion for LeBron. Uh, outside of that, you know, Boston's winning the championship. Hella ominous. Listen, what I think, so, I, like, I've been mentioning on the podcast, I've been rewatching The Last Dance. So I ended up finishing it last night. 
And um, it was just interesting to see everything. Again, this just reaffirms to me. Jordan's the greatest player to ever live. <laughs> Look, I, I love LeBron. LeBron's my 23. When I think of 23, it's definitely LeBron James. If he goes out there and wins his fifth ring, he absolutely deser- deserves number two in that conversation. Like, And not even number two, I'm sorry. But he deserves to have a little bit more of a say in that GOAT discussion. Mm-hmm. But what I... What I what I see the parallel is here is like when, when Jordan kind of came back to a new team um, from his baseball tenure um, and they reloaded with Kerr and Luke Longley and all these other guys that Jordan hadn't necessarily played with. Um, uh, shit, even Rodman. Like, he didn't yeah. play with Rodman. You know what I mean? So once once these pieces, I'm not saying these guys are Rodman or any, or, or Steve Kerr in any of those regards necessarily, but if LeBron goes out there and leaves this team again, and it's reminiscent of what he's able to do normally, I mean, it's it's just very hard to not see this team reloading again for another third time. And they'll just maybe swap out one or two pieces because essentially all you need is Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. Doesn't matter who you put around them, they're going to win. Right now, Mike, uh, uh, LeBron and AD are, are, that combination. are that combination right now. In the league. Okay. These are the guys to beat. I mean, they just strengthen their team by a lot. I mean, you go from a Rondo to a Dennis Schroeder. Right. It's a big upgrade. You go from a Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee to a Marcus Saul and Montrez and Montrez Harrell. <laughs> uh, you keep KCP and you get yourself Wesley Matthews, so you steal him away from, uh, where is he at, the Bucks? You upgrade essentially Danny Green for a defender who still defends and yeah, can shoot there you still. Go, Danny Green, yeah. So you get uh, Wesley Matthews for Danny Green. You still have LeBron. Uh, you're supposed to still keep AD. Uh, AD. Um, My it's a pretty crazy big team, thing man. since we're on the Lakers. Where the hell are they getting all this money from? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm, they haven't even signed like, AD. They yet. haven't even signed AD. I think we were talking about this a couple of days ago. They were trying to get Luol Con- Luol Dang's contract. Out. Off, off their books because they're still paying him till 2022 and they got declined on that so like yeah. if they still now are paying and I think they're paying him like 5 mil a year and if they're still paying him you know like like Jesus <laughs> I don't know luckily a, the NBA isn't like the NFL and they don't have a hard cap because if they would and if they did you know they just go over the luxury tax and I, I think, think the they, Lakers they're already over the luxury it. tax oh and, yeah I'm sure that the that genie and the genie bus family, bus. <laughs> they're more than happy to pay the luxury tax. Especially because they just won. <laughs> yeah. And maybe yeah. they think they go in again. I mean, they have the favorite. they they got to be the favorite to win. Right? They're yeah. absolutely the favorite. Though. Now, the question I pose to you, I want to pose it to a different team. What happens to the Clippers if they don't win this year? Now, the Clippers... Um, do you think it's do you think it's championship or bus run right now? Not at all. I think it is because uh, this is going to be. Is this the last year that Kawhi? I think it's. Uh, he has a player option. He does have a player option. Yeah. And Paul George's contract is up this year too. This is definitely a, a winner bus for the Clippers. I disagree. I think Kawhi. Um, he's happy in LA. I think that's where he wants to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think he'll stay there. I don't think he'll join the Lakers and create a fucking... No, I'm not saying he's going to join the Lakers. I mean that, but uh, I think he'll stay there. I think the team's already actively looking to trade Paul George. So mm-hmm. I think the the team's just going to try and reform, reface, and, you know, compete in a different way. Uh, granted, you know, they need to show Kawhi that they can compete. So, you know, 
he doesn't leave because you know just imagine if he does leave i mean they got a good friend of his uh serge because serge mm-hmm. when 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 Kawhi went to uh to toronto serge was a good friend to uh to Kawhi, and he, you know they brought him on the cooking show you know the best moments have been with Serge. You know what it do, baby. Yeah. <laughs> that was recorded by Serge and stuff. So it, it, I feel like maybe they are trying to get on, on Kawhi's good side to show him like, hey man, like we're we're trying to invest in his stuff. Um, I saw somebody post something say like after they shipped off who they were trying to ship off and and all this other stuff. It was like somebody commented on the post and it was like. Um, Oh, so you and Serge coming over to the Clippers. It was like, oh, so you're telling me Kawhi didn't really have to leave Toronto <laughs> to get what he wanted? <laughs> now, how crazy would it be, right, if uh, Kawhi goes back to Toronto? That's what I. But that's what I would think would happen. I feel like he liked Toronto, but just he George. wanted to go team up with Paul George. Like I think that they discussed it. What if the Clippers? You know, they're both LA guys. Yeah. What if the Clippers? an oddball and they make a massive trade they have to you know involve another team and trade a lot but what if they get you know a Freddie Van Vliet or or a Siakam or a Siakam to you know pair back with Kawhi and could be I know they're definitely getting rid of the tox uh the toxic people that they quote unquote think it is from the Clippers because Montrez was complaining about. I that think they're trying to get Kawhi. Lou Will too. Yeah, Lou Will's on is going to be on the move, and Pat Bev might be on the move too. I agree with Pat Bev moving as well because uh, those were the people that apparently it was mostly Lou Will and 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 Montrez Harrell that are apparently complaining that they didn't feel like it was fair that you know Kawhi and and I guess I don't know if it was Paul George too, but I definitely know it was Kawhi <laughs> that they're getting like superstar treatment that they're allowed to skip practices that they're allowed to come late and all this stuff. Um, I mean, when you're you know a Finals MVP, <laughs> I think you you, you two deserve two time Finals MVP. I think it's well deserved for you to get some special treatment. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that the Clippers are smart in that aspect. I think I've been saying this since the start of the podcasts. Uh, they need to rebuild that team. Um, it just didn't work. That the the players that they brought in didn't gel well with each other. Um, and you know, what if it shows out? You know, like we were just talking about how the Lakers don't win. What if you know it turns out that like Montrez Harold is just a toxic player? Could be. You know, what if uh, Patrick Beverly is just a toxic player? You know, obviously it didn't work out with him in Houston either. I don't think it's him though. I think he wasn't the one complaining. I think it was mostly Lou Will mm-hmm. and uh, and Trez. And I honestly could get a lot for Lou Will. And from what I from what I've seen, apparently Montrez Harold said that he didn't even get an offer from the Clippers. So nope. you can see that they they were done. They just were like, nope, we're gonna let you walk. So that's pretty interesting. What's crazy is that like. And if I he think, thinks, not to interrupt you, I'm sorry, if he complaining about superstar treatments and you're going to the Lakers, <laughs> you, <laughs> where you got shit, two superstars, you got two top five players in the yeah. league. What I will argue is that I think LeBron and Kawhi are different breeds. I think Kawhi is known for rest because he got it with Pop, and Pop gave it to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think LeBron is the complete opposite. I, mean, I think he's, he's a, a whole season. LeBron's, a, LeBron's a complete workhorse the guy is who's been playing more basketball than LeBron in the past 7 years 10 years no one no one no you're right but you know what I mean the guy the guy, the guy is LeBron. four time champ now like what is yeah. Montrose gonna say yeah you know I mean what is Montrose gonna say you know and AD's younger in the and AD's younger you <laughs> yeah. know so he's still probably active He's and he's arguably he was arguably defensive player of the year last year so he's active on defense you know I, I don't think it's the same I don't think it's the same with them 
yes, they are the ultimate superstars, but I think that's also because they're working different. And like Braun does his media and stuff and all that, so it's he not does like his he's obligation. skipping out and right. stuff. Kawhi, he is a really closed off person. He likes to be very private, so I could see where he's like, the fuck, like why he get to why he get to do all this shit? Thought right. we one team, right? No I team, what right? But he's just like real dolo. Like every time I think of Kawhi, I think of when. There was in a tunnel with the Raptors and somebody's like trying to dap him up and he's like he, just, he like pointed he <laughs> he's like yeah like go ahead bro like you can tell like, he's just like I don't I'm like just like here for uh, the chip he, and that's the yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here for the chip let's get it and I'm out but I don't know maybe I feel like he could, if if it doesn't work with L A and stuff like maybe he would go back because I think he 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 liked that the people were kind of nice to what him, I so. would like to see if it doesn't work out in L A okay Possibly. Kawhi. No, I don't think Kawhi. I love Kawhi and I love Boston, but you know I like what we're doing with my team right now. And I'm thinking for the future, but for the present day and Kawhi trying to win. What if you know he surprises everybody, makes a move, goes to Portland? I said he's gonna say go to state for so I was like, he's gonna say go to state one more time. But that would be crazy. Him and Dame. Well, they just signed Melo back. Yeah, I saw Melo. You know, Melo could come off the bench. Melo could be a four too. But he was playing good for him. Still. No, it could be a four. But yeah, he could be a four. That would be cool. I would like to see that. Yeah. I would like to see yeah, that. Since you're just saying, were rain, what if he goes please. to the Warriors, man? What if he joins the Warriors? Oh, too? Yeah, they trade Andrew Wiggins. They trade. Um, they trade a couple. Draymond. First I would trade picks. everybody. I would trade Jason Wiseman and Clay. Yeah, of course. For Kawhi Leonard? Oh my God! Imagine Clay Thompson comes back. You got Stephen Curry. Then you got the Claw. LeBron, I'm sorry. Now, what in if, trouble now what again. If, now, what if Golden State is like, nah, the only way we trade Kawhi is if... Or, I mean, the Clippers. The only way we trade Kawhi is if we get Clay. I don't think they'll do that. <laughs> but speaking of the Warriors, speaking of Clay, I, I saw this I saw this question on YouTube. I saw a video um, that was... Uh, it was by, by Jimmy... I think it was... Yeah, it was Jimmy High Roller. That's what it is. So it's a really good YouTube channel. They talk a lot about uh, uh, statistics and all this stuff. It's the same guy that said he was able to score and see who had the greatest NBA game of all time, and it was Jordan, Jordan 69. Yeah. So he had a video talking about, like, the terrible luck that the Warriors have had in, like, the past, like, four years. So it was like KD had an injury, like a knee injury, like in 2015 or 16 or something like that. He broke his foot. Is that what it was? He broke his foot? Or his ankle, something like that. So KD had an injury. It was against the Warriors. No, no, no. But in the Warriors, while he while he was on the Warriors. Oh, okay. He like he was like okay, defend- no, he was trying to look for a rebound and no, Draymond fell on him and like bent his knee no, no, back. No, no, he was out for like forty games or something like that. It was So KD was injured for a while. And then there was another uh Steph Curry injury where he twisted his ankle and he was gone for like 30, 40 days. Um then you have of course the KD uh, Achilles injury, Clay ACL, uh, the Clay ACL injury, uh, Steph Curry's hand injury, and now Clay Thompson's uh, AC, uh, a- a- Achilles, Achilles injury. Right. So we're talking about six major injuries that have happened during to the span stars. of like four or five years to the three biggest superstars of the team, and then that's not counting all the other you know players of the of the Warriors that have played that got injured in their time too uh, during this. So I, I saw this, and they, they asked a question. It, it, well, he actually answered it. He said that, um, that the clay injury signified that it is the end of the warrior dynasty. 
Do you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah? I don't think they come back the same. Do you think that this was the end of the dynasty and not the KD leaving? I think it was the end of the dynasty once KD left. Once KD left? Just because I think it reached a point where, like, they were so overly saturated with offense and and they were their capability to turn it on whenever essentially that any minor shift in it like the drop off would be significant enough that it's it's like oh they're not the same anymore you know when you're at the top everyone's constantly gearing up to beat you if they couldn't beat you the one year they're gearing up the next year to make sure they have some type of way to beat you if they don't next year boom 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 once KD's hurt boom alright that team is already not as dangerous as it once was, but this was a championship team. But boom, that same game, Clay gets his ACL, uh, you know, blown, and and now it's now it's just Steph and Draymond, and then yeah. Draymond's exposed for all the faults that he was versus the glue that he is for the team, mm-hmm. and boom, now Curry's out with his, you know, his, so it was just like a domino effect. Yeah. Once KD left, it was just like all right, they're not as potent as they once were. That's what I'm thinking. And everyone just got to their level. I agree. I think the dynasty ended once KD left for me because uh, when I think of a dynasty in an NBA team, you look at, like, at the beginning of the season, you say, that's the team to beat, essentially. I feel like once KD left, we didn't say that about the Warriors. We said that we were like, once we found out AD and LeBron are, are, are together, we're like, that's one of the teams. That's one of the dynasty teams. The Nets, Kyrie and KD. Once KD comes back, that's a dynasty team, possibly. Russ and James Harden, because they that just got thought, together. Right, They're yeah. like, that's, that's a dynasty a, that's team to get team together. Right. The Sixers getting all these players together that we thought was going to work. We're like, okay, this is going to be really team. interesting. Right. You would put so many teams above the Warriors to be like, these guys are going to be favorites. It would be, it would be like, it would be like, oh, don't forget about the Warriors too, though. Like, yeah, they're yeah, coming back yeah. healthy. Like, I you think know. what this injury does, it kind of makes a warrior championship win a lot more difficult it means that there's gonna have to be a lot more moving parts if that makes sense because now it's like all right you not only lose kd which is you know one of your best players on the team and you know another top five player compared to you know you know steph is up there and then kd's up there but now you have it um you got a guy that's gonna be out two years you got a guy coming out. He's going to be out two years. ACL injury and now the Achilles injury. Like I said, the the last pod, um, I I don't think it's going to be too bad for Clay because he doesn't thrive on his, his athleticism. He's more of a spot. You know, he could just catch and shoot. The best catch and shooter ever, you know. He's there to do that. And I, he, you're not going to lose that. You're not going to use that shot. The shots are going to always be there. The thing is, is like, all the extra stuff. He's not going to be able to really go up for dunks the way he used to. The layup game's not going to be like there. Is he going to suffer on defense? Is he going to be slower now? Because that's the thing. Clay was a, a really good defender. defender. He was the best, or and, second best defender probably. And we saw that even Kobe changed after his Achilles injury too. So right, like, but I mean, Kobe's wheels fell off right after that, man. It was, it was after yeah. his Achilles, I mean, but also everything with, else started. Clay's going to come back at 32, 32, 33 years old. Right. Clay, uh, Steph is going to be like 34. You're talking about like 33, 34, and now these guys are going to be older too. And not everybody has the LeBron effect that you can stay, you know, t- tip-top shape at 36 years old, you know. That's that's not everybody. So I, I, I do think that 
it is it was already the end of the dynasty but this just shows more like almost like a miracle has to happen in order for the warriors to get a championship especially with everything else going on with the rest of the league I've been saying it, man. They just need—they're one piece away. I feel like you know, if Clay Thompson comes back next year, and obviously he's missing this year, but next year he comes back, and say they get a Kawhi, you know, uh, Giannis, they're right back in it. But I mean, that's a, that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like they need a lucrative move. As opposed at the to same like, time, you know, when they got when before they had Kevin Durant, they were a, a team that you know were like we thought they were like very dangerous because of the shooting but we didn't think oh they're just so dominant when they got Kevin Durant is when you know now that changed everything yeah so they were in that they're in the I, same I, spot I, that they were then I'm sorry I have to interrupt <laughs> you didn't think they were as dominant these guys were went to five straight championships think like before they got Kevin Durant I feel like they the West three. was I feel like the West was still like open they won like, 73 and 9 I, I get that. I still feel like they're really not open. as dominant. Everyone thought they Once were dominant. Once they got Kevin Durant, they were just like unstoppable, in my opinion. No, they got the. Oh, no, no. They didn't get the mm-hmm. best no, record. No, 73 9 Because they lost KD. the championship they that lost, year. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was but the year even before then, KD like, came. Even then, like all those years that they went to those the, to the finals, like they were. Uh, obviously, they were a really good competitive team, and we knew that they were being uh, like the top three of the East, of the Western Conference. They won a championship we, last, the year before that. Though. I get that, but I'm saying like we never. Cemented in stone, like oh, it was gonna be the Warriors again. Like, you know, like we thought there were other teams that could compete. Oh, granted, you know, players well, I guess because they just yeah. and favored the, yeah. the. He's saying the dynasty thing that they weren't a dynasty at that time. When they got Kevin Durant, when they became like that. The dynasty. Di- I guess because even even before even before that, you know, Kevin Durant was on the Thunder with Russell Westbrook, and the Thunder were were still a threat. You know what I mean? Like they were still, you know, that right. team could. I still... mean, and that '73 team did lose the championship. They didn't win. So they can be beaten. I mean, if when they got LeBron, Kevin Durant is when I feel like that just changed the landscape of the NBA. Yeah, that's when it became like, oh, what the fuck? Like, who the fuck is going to beat him? And granted, I still remember that offseason because that was the offseason where I thought Kevin Durant was going to join Boston. At the end of the, uh, before he joined the Warriors, he said it was down to like two or three teams. I and thought he was going to go to fucking uh, the Wizards yeah it was like two or three teams and Boston the Wizards and the Warriors were the three teams if he would have came to us I'd been crazy but he went to the Warriors and ruined the league for a couple years so the last thing I have last question I got for you guys Uh, so Dwight Howard uh, newly sixer joined the team Uh, he had a couple comments that he said about uh, Ben Simmons and he is saying that uh, the Ben Simmons LeBron James comparisons are very real. Uh, he said, "Quote: I've been watching him over the years. I see it. He has an opportunity to be one of the greatest to ever play the game, and I'm glad I have the opportunity to actually give him some things that help him along the way." What do you guys think of them comments? Do you think it's think he's trying to pander because yep, he's new exactly. to the team? Exactly. Ben Listen, Simmons man. and LeBron James need to stop being compared. <laughs> LeBron James, when he came into the league, shot shot the basketball, okay? Let's just remember, he shot the basketball, okay? Ben Simmons, when he came into the league, did not shoot the basketball, okay? Fast forward a couple years later, Ben Simmons is still scared to shoot the basketball. Can we stop comparing him to LeBron, please? It's not even, the defense doesn't even compare. LeBron James, the chase down block, you know, like that is iconic with LeBron James. What the fuck did Ben Simmons bring to the table that compares him to LeBron James? 
Please, somebody tell me. Because, like, Luka Doncic, I can see the comparisons. Jason Tatum, maybe. But Ben Simmons, for God's sakes? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah. Look, these guys are Sixers fans. I've been saying it for the past two years. If the Sixers want to get anywhere, they need to trade Ben Simmons away. Because he is the reason that they're being held back. Okay? You can't have a pass-first point guard mentality and not want to score the ball at all. Like, there are some times where he has open lanes to the basketball and he turns around just to pass the ball. He's, are you serious? That, that's the old Rondo move back in Boston. <laughs> Jesus. He would penetrate all the way around, but he would pull all the way back out because he didn't find an assist. But, like, look, I, I think it's very just clear and evident what differentiates LeBron and Ben. And it's the scoring ability. LeBron was never the scorer. Like, he was never... That's not his game, is to score. But he's one of the greatest scorers to ever do it. Like, he's, he's what, third all-time, guys? LeBron James is third all-time, and we don't consider him as, like, the killer scorer that we consider everyone else above him. Mm-hmm. Or that he's even surpassed. Jordan. We know he he's a 10-time scoring champ. Michael Jordan's a 10-time scoring champ and the all-time per-game uh, leader. And he beat, he surpassed him in total points because he's so consistent in how he scores. Ben, the man can't even make a jump shot. The man can't make the jump shot. He's and never going to be LeBron. He's already four seasons in, and he how is he going to be compared to not LeBron? Not to mention he's not the best free throw shooter either. LeBron never was either, but come on. He, get, he got to the line. He got to the line. He, he used his frame. He wasn't scared. Ben, he's a good defender, and yeah, I mean, I get defender. he's a good defender. He's overrated not overrated. Defender. He's a good defender. I mean, when you're well, how tall is he? Six seven, guarding six, point six, guards. Ten. Six ten. Um, six ten. Yeah, guarding a point guard who's significantly shorter. I mean, sure. <laughs> so, who are you going to say? Sure. Ben Johnson got shitty defense too. Sure. I mean, look who he's guarding. I'm saying, like, what happened when Ben Simmons was put on somebody like Jason Tatum? What happened to him? He got Jason Tatum. Nice though. What do I'm you saying, but like, that's somebody who's comparably his height. Who shitted on him, or somebody, or somebody else who's his height, who just shits on him? But I'm saying he shit on Anthony Davis, and Anthony Davis player, of the, defensive player of the year, uh, in my opinion. So, let's, so, I mean, what does that really say? It's like saying, oh well, I mean, he could have stopped Kobe. I mean, yeah, Kobe shitting on everyone. I'll like, give you somebody else then. Kyle Lowry had great games against them. Who's significantly shorter? Yeah, I, I mean, all right, that's a better argument. But Chris I mean, Paul. I'm not going to say that. I mean, but I'm not going to say that Ben isn't... He's an, a, a, I think he's an overrated defender. I don't think he's the worst defender. I think he's overrated. No, I think he's, he's completely overrated. I think he's a good defender. He's completely overrated. I'm saying this. All you Sixers fans can hate me. Ben Simmons, overrated. He shouldn't even want Rookie of the Year. Come on. Second year in the league and he won Rookie of the Year. Is he going to win in his fourth year in the league too? You tell me that. Hey, man. That's how good Listen. I Ben deserves a lot of slander because he he he's earned it with the, his reluctancy and in, in scoring ability and uh it almost to me I don't want to say it, nah I'm not gonna say that because it's not true there's a video of him working on it but I don't know what it is during the game that changes maybe it's the offense maybe it's Mike Brown or not Mike Brown I'm sorry uh um Brett Brown it was Brett Brown I mean we, we now have Doc Rivers. How many head coaches has Ben Simmons had? Just one. Just one? Brett yeah, Brown. Brett Brown. Oh, yeah, yeah, Brown's too. been around since the, the process first started and everything. Like, he was the coach when everybody I, was fucking My trash. personal opinion, the backbone of the Sixers is Joel Embiid. If he's not there, that Sixers team is no, I agree. trust he's the, the best process. Player on the team. He's the best player. Mm-hmm. He's the best player in the team. Absolutely. And it, and it helps that he's one of Joel, the best players in the league. It just helps that Joel is 
if he's not the best center in the league, he's the second best center in the league. That's the thing. Like it's it's only him and Jokic because like you know what? I and I really Kat, think it's one A one B. I don't even think there's like second have to be it, like somebody I give it else. To, I give it to Joel because Joel ha- has a good combination of good offense and a really good defense, as opposed to Jokic, where it's like offense is really good, terrible defense. It's literally terrible defense, and it's the same thing with Cat. Like Cat has. It's like his playmaking is not good, but his three-point shot is... He, he literally has the best three-point shot for any center. But his defense is god-awful. Mm-hmm. It's literally god-awful. But that's the thing. It's like, it kind of depends on what you want. Do you... do you, do you Are you okay with getting basically a, a point center in, uh, in Jokic... Which that works well with his team because Jamal Murray is a good like he's kind of like he's a, a shooting guard. guard. He's a bucket guard. I feel like Jamal Murray's more like a shooting guard as opposed to a point guard. I've always gave it to Jokic only just because like you know I do say see the the strength with Joel two way player can get on the offensive side can get it on the defensive side, uh, but you know like for some reason Joel like his team just doesn't make it deep and so like. The Nuggets are like one player away from being a serious title contender in the Western Conference. I mean, they made no changes this year, so no, I mean, they lost a player actually. They lost yeah, Jeremy Grant. Like, so I, I feel like they're like goes. one serious player from being title contender, and I feel like the Nuggets is that like that team that we like always overlook. Like, yeah, we and do they overlook just, them. What it's now two years in a row that they're in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, this is a East Coast podcast, guys. We don't we don't watch West games like that. I will say the West Coast team. I'm. I'm I'm really excited to see Dallas this year. Yeah, I'm 100%. excited. Luca, yeah, Luca. that dude is something else, man. But this has been the MMA portion of the pod. NBA, NBA portion. Uh, sorry, NBA portion. I'm bugging. Boy. See, like it's the shorter episodes, like half of it. But we'll be able to do another episode, which will be starting now.